Are you looking for a resource to discuss all topics air conditioning? Well, you're in the right space. Join the Rawson boys as they discuss the hot topics and the cold hard facts. This is the Air Conditioning Podcast. G'day guys and welcome to another episode of the Air Conditioning Podcast where we discuss all things air conditioning, the hot topics and the cold hard facts. Here we are again, Brad. Here we are again. Round seven. Hi everyone. Lucky number seven. Lucky number seven. As they say. Yeah, so we've got a special guest in today, guys, so we'll, um, we'll talk to him in just a second. But before we do, I uh, just wanted to uh, uh, just say uh, or acknowledge everyone that's sort of given us some positive feedback about the podcast so far. So we weren't really sure how it's going to go and how it's going to be received, but um, I have to say that the... the uh, so far, so good. So far, so good. It's been you know, quite overwhelming and very nice. And... Um, so also, uh, there's a couple of people that left um, some iTunes um, uh, reviews, reviews. Yeah. and so I promised that we would acknowledge those people. So there's one from uh, Matt uh, Audrey Podry, and uh, so he gave us a nice review on there. And well, also, what well, a Matt, thank, thank you. you. And also to Dillo78, so he also gave us a quite an extensive review on there, which was Thanks, also Dillo. very nice. So, uh, yeah, guys, if you want to leave us a review on iTunes or, or, or our Facebook page, um, please make sure you, um, you know, mention your business name as well because we'll give you a business name and plug as well. So, uh, yeah, cheers for the positive feedback. So, Thank you. How was your weekend? wasn't too bad. wasn't too bad. Um, what's today? Tuesday. Tuesday so today. a couple of days ago. But, uh, I think it was all right from memory. <laughs> from what you remember. <laughs> Seems uh, like a distant memory now. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? goes around quickly. So um, guys, we're going to um, welcome today a special guest in the studio. And when I say studio, I mean our office. <laughs> Actually, Brad, yes. we're in the middle of uh, uh, putting the studio together, aren't we? We are. We're going to be moving to reno- new premises. New premises, renovation mode. We're expanding. We are. We're expanding, yeah. getting more professional. Changing rooms, that's probably about that's it. That's right. Yeah, exactly. But um, all very exciting. So look, um, without... Further ado, um, I'd like to welcome uh, from Custom Air Solutions. We have Lewis Styles with us. G'day, Louis. G'day, guys. Hello, how are you going, mate? Very well, yourself. Thanks for coming in today. No worries. Making the journey into the studio. Got a long way. (laughs) That's right. What did you have on today? Uh, I just ducked this morning. Yeah. Yeah, nice little duck. Always fun. Five outlet thing, (laughs) yeah. How much of that did you do yourself, like in terms of the crawling around? Uh, not a huge amount, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's what a process is That's it. Trying to work. Exactly right. Uh, good. So, so, just for those who um, aren't familiar with Custom Air Solutions, just tell us a bit about uh, yourself and how Custom Air sort of came about. Yep, so we've been around three years now. Um, myself and my partner, Nick Widmer, um, we used to work for another company, which we both were tradesmen there. We decided one day after a few beers to have a good chat about it and mm-hmm. see what we, we want to do it. Get amazing our business what, going. Amazing what comes yeah. out of a few beers. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> and after about six months of discussion and looking into it, we decided to take the plunge and jump yeah. into the, the world of business ownership. And so you, were, you weren't self-employed previously, obviously. You were working for a company. No, we were working for quite a large company yeah. that was based here in Adelaide. Yeah. Um, yeah, both technicians there. Is that that's the same company you did your apprenticeship with? Yep. Will I say who that is? Or? Oh, Prompt Air. Prompt Air. No yep. longer around, unfortunately. But yep. um, yeah, I was there for 11 years. Nick, yep. Nick about seven, I think. So. Yep. Okay. And Nick did his apprenticeship there? Yep. yep. Yeah, it's right. quite a good company. We had a very broad range of work. Yep. We did everything from big chillers and high-rise buildings to cool rooms and almost... Not quite domestic air conditioning, but the same sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. just small splits yeah, and things. So. How long were you there for? Uh, Eleven years. Eleven years. Huh? That's a yeah. long stint. Yeah. What kept you there so long? Um, I well did the apprenticeship, which is obviously yeah. four of it, yeah. and then afterwards did a couple of years on the tools as a tradesman. Went my way into the office as a supervisor. Went into a bit of project managing and service managing, mm-hmm. and then didn't really like that, so stepped back down. And <laughs> before you know it, ten years has passed and. Yeah. What didn't you like about what the service management side or? Yeah, it was yeah. very um, upfront. You yeah. had to uh, deal with a lot of personalities, a lot of customers that obviously aren't happy, ones that are, and then yeah. technicians which aren't happy and some that are, and then office staff as well. So it was quite 
quite so daunting at times. So a bit of a babysitter, were you? Or? A lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and what um, what sort of gave you that mindset transition to go from working for? So obviously you're getting paid pretty well at the time, and yeah. and then you've made that transition away. What what prompted you to do that? Prompted. Um, prompted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just wanted to change. Yeah. I mean, we're obviously you do get paid pretty well as a service technician, and if you. Yeah put in the hours, you, you can earn quite good money, but yeah, for me, I thought, you know, if you're gonna do it, you gotta do it, so. Yeah, give it a go. Always wanted to have a go at business ownership, and mm-hmm. it seemed like the time was right, where I could see a few things sort of happening, and didn't really like the way that the company was going, and yeah. I thought it's either I changed to another one, and be in the same sort of seat, or we yeah, have right. a go, so. So cool. cast your mind back to that day that you actually handed in your resignation. Mm. Tell us about that. Um, it was interesting. <laughs> did, did you already know that you were going to do your own business then? or? Uh, yeah, so uh, we'd already organised everything. Yeah. Um, had pretty well everything in, in play. Yeah. I mean, setting up a business isn't something you can do overnight. No. It takes quite a while to, to yeah. organise. You've got licences, you've got to organise and yeah. everything. And I knew that was going to take a month or so at least. So yeah. we'd done all that, sorted everything out. And then I went in one day, dropped notice off sort of spoke to my, my manager. Yeah. Um, he wasn't overly surprised. I think he could see that yeah. the progression I'd sort of gone from being in the office back out and yeah. I think he sort of knew that the writing was on the wall. Yeah. However, I don't think he quite knew that me and Nick were both leaving. And yeah. of course I couldn't mention that because Nick hadn't actually put his notice in yet. So yeah. Yeah. the day he did it, I think then they put two and two together and yeah. Yeah, knew something was going on. So. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean that it went down okay. Yeah. You know, we still stay in contact with them. Yeah. And no bad stay, blood there. No. Nah, nah, was that a bit daunting, like jumping into the new world without any sort of safety suppose, net? Yeah, safety net. No, and, absolutely. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Nothing. I mean, the first to go to, I suppose. Two months, me and Nick sat in my shed, <laughs> looking at each other, thinking, "What are we going to do?" <laughs> <laughs> we we didn't have much. We had a few little jobs booked in, you know. But yeah. it's amazing how quick you can. Yeah. When you're working for yourself, how quick you can do a job and how yeah, that's right. Yeah, how hard it is to, to find work at times. So. You got a single swim, don't you? I that's suppose. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, how did you how did you come across your first uh, sort of contract as such? Well, tell us um, about that. Well, the the prompt there after they they broke up, yeah. um, went into administration. Actually, they did a lot of work for a few big restaurants and things like that. Um, KFC being one. Yeah, they. Um, approached us and said, look, can you be interested in helping out? Yeah. While they sort of found their feet again or, or whatnot. And there was mm-hmm. a few, I think, issues with getting technicians out there and so things. It was, it was gonna be like an interim type yeah, thing, yeah. was it? Yeah. And they were always looking at sort of a second second wing company, I think. And yeah. I think I was just lucky I was sort of in the right spot, the right time, and yeah. so we started with them, got a little yeah. bit of work through them. Yeah. Um, which you know started off as looking after just a couple of stores for them, and slowly we've picked up a couple more, which is yeah. good. So yeah. keeps you busy. That's yeah. it. And then from there, I mean, you, it's amazing. Once you get your name out, yeah. people start talking, and you yeah. know we haven't had to do any sort of advertising or anything like that. We've just sort of been able to roll with it. Get a good reputation, and it tends to yeah feed yeah. itself, doesn't it? Really? Pick up work with other yeah. guys and different different other companies. Mm. How important you reckon that the, the word of mouth or the re- your reputation is everything, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. People are pretty pretty quick to criticise you if you you yeah. do something wrong, yeah. you know. And <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, a lot of people are, are happy to recommend you if if you do do a good job and yeah, do right. the right thing by them. So. Yeah. yeah. And a bad word spreads pretty quickly too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can do a great job for someone and. They say thanks at the end of the day, and that's it. And yeah. Somebody right. else, if you don't get back to them within 24 hours, they'll give leave you a bad review. You know, yeah, that's yeah, exactly yeah. Right. as crazy as it can be out there at the moment, social media yeah. and all the rest. Yeah, exactly. Right. And it's interesting that when um, you know when you look at the Google whole Google review and online reviews, you know, you, as you say, you do you can do a million good things for people and 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 do a fantastic job, but the minute you know if you slip up for any reason, they'll come hell or high water. They'll jump on there and they'll. They'll give you a bad review, won't they? Whatever it takes. Absolutely. Yeah. Which yeah. is, um, yeah. It's, it's I think tradies have, in general have got a pretty bad rap. You know, there might be one or two that, that do the wrong thing, but it, you know, everyone else suffers as well. I yeah, think. absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think in general, like we, you, you guys obviously try and do the right thing. Yeah. Um, but you know, one little little minor, you know, 
slip up, you might forget to ring someone, or you don't, you know, you're a bit running out slightly late, mm. and all of a sudden you're the baddest person in the world. Yeah, absolutely, mm. yeah, it's pretty. Can get pretty daunting out there at times, but yeah, I mean, ninety percent of people are good. Mm. Yeah, most people you deal with, and I think most people do try to do the right thing, don't they? Oh, I mean, yeah. Really, yeah. You, as you say, you get your your bad apple here and there, but. Um, most people want they don't like conflict let's mm. face it and I think they try to do the right thing but you know, it's not always um, things don't run always run smoothly particularly in service does it because mm. oh you can't predict never, you can't yeah. predict how can't long a job's going to take so. and, yeah mm. moving on to the next thing yeah. um, but, and I think there's always that expectation that consumers have that this expectation that traders are going to do the wrong thing by you absolutely so the, the minute mm. you if you did happen to slip up for, for whatever reason they're on it like you know, you're on you know what. You get there. That's right. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's right. So, how do you sort of prevent that occurrence? Well, I mean, you just got to try and keep people in the information informed as much as you can. Mm, I mean, yeah. if you are running late, you try and ring them before yeah. the time you're meant to be there. Yeah, and things like that. So yeah. they are sort of preempted. Yeah. Um, and also, I mean, I always recommend to people that if you want someone there on time, book it in for first thing. In yeah. The morning. yeah, that's right. You know, they people, may run a little bit late, traffic or whatnot, but you're not going to get held up on other jobs. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. People don't—they actually don't realise how busy you guys in the field get, mm-hmm. especially during the, the summertime. Um, it's just crazy. So um, they don't—they don't see that you know you're running around like a chicken with its head cut off all day, and you're running ten minutes late. What's yeah, going on? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why and sometimes it's difficult being I've been on the road myself sometimes it is difficult to get your phone out and, and be ringing you're in, a, you're in a hurry you want to get there um, so yeah sometimes you just go oh well, I've you've got to stop and make a phone call or I'll just get there yeah you exactly. know, I'll just get there yeah but um, yeah sometimes it's um, it's nice to be able to just flick them a text or something absolutely yeah mm. I mean we try and do it in booking windows yeah. So I mean, I, I'll mm. never actually commit to saying I'll be there at one fifteen or anything yeah. silly. Yeah. You know, you'd say I'll be there between one and two or yeah. something like yeah. that. It gives yeah. you a little it's bit of leeway, and if you are running a bit late, you can yeah, also give right. that bit of flexibility. But, I think that's fair because, like you say, I mean, even with traffic, you know, you get you get some roadworks out there, right. and I mean, we're, we're lucky, I guess, here in Adelaide. But um, when you look at you know Victoria and you know New South Wales places like this, it must be an absolute nightmare trying to be anywhere at any given time. Exactly, yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, and I mean, even a standard service call, you can go to one house and you can be in and out in 20 minutes. Yeah. Mm. You can be there for two hours. You, that's right. You can't yeah. predict what, what you're going to come across. So. Yeah. Exactly. Right. yeah, yeah. And I think, different. you know, just making that uh, that phone call. Now, I guess with um, technology is, is, is improving yeah. and that's where these scheduling systems and stuff like that allow us to do send a little text message here and there just to give them a little courtesy uh, update as to how you're tracking sort of thing um, but it's not always you know it sounds good in theory too I guess but um, trying to keep keep up but it does give yeah. that point of difference certainly much away. easier than it used to be yeah absolutely. mobile phones and all that sort of thing yeah. back in the day it's amazing how quick though on a 36 degree day our time gets away oh, from yeah, it before you know it you know yeah, yeah. Exactly yeah. Right. and yeah. it's interesting that you know uh, the, the consumers often um can can get hot under the collar, shall we say, uh, during those conditions, um, and yet they don't spare a thought for the poor bugger up on the roof, do they? Oh, some do. Yeah, you have a few. You <laughs> yeah, know, a couple like, here and there. <laughs> you get a few zuba dupers every now and then. Yeah, the lives, but yeah, yeah. zuba dupers. Yeah, that's yeah. It. <laughs> a lot of people want their aircon going, and yeah. that's about it. You know, that's so. right. Yeah. Mm. So, do you, what, so do you think the customer's always right? That's very. Hard to pick to answer. <laughs> oh, look, I mean, the old saying is that they are, but I mean, we are the professionals in the industry, so yeah, that's right. yeah. we are put in place to sort of inform them how yeah, things yeah. go. And, yeah. you know, I mean, obviously, they, every customer has an idea of how they want things done. And, yeah. Yeah. you know, it's not until you actually you go there and you, classic example, like an install, they want pipes run in cavities and things like that, so they can't yeah. see anything. and Sometimes yeah. it's possible, sometimes it's not. So yeah, exactly. yeah. I think you know you know that there, Louis. Um, you know, in theory, it sounds it sounds good in theory for the customer to always be right. But as you say, you're the expert. And you, sometimes you just have to put your foot down and say, no, we can't do it this way because of this, this, and this. 
Um, but at the end of the day, they have to trust your judgment and, um, and expertise, I guess. Exactly. Well, that's, that's what you're getting paid for. Well, and that's what you do your apprenticeship for and all that's the, right, yeah. the courses and everything that go with it. So. The experience over the years, you've learned, you know, um, along the way. So. so where are you based, Louis? Uh, well, our business is based in Ninga, so south of Adelaide. Yep. Um, however, I mean, we work everywhere, really, metropolitan. Yep. As far as Port Lincoln to Victor Harbour, so you've been over Lincoln. Yeah, we do a little bit of work over there. So yeah. once every few months we go over and well, look after the KFC over there and oh, things yeah. like that. Yeah. So. And what sort of st- how long does that sort of stint take? Uh, so it's a we call it the Iron Triangle or the trip. Yeah. So it's a, a week long trip. You sort yeah. of Leave and bounce between the stores. There's four of them on the way. So right. you know, up in Port Lincoln and try and go for a fish or something maybe, and then yeah. be lying <laughs> back again. So. Yeah. Beautiful so spot. Doing four while you're over there. Yeah, yeah. Try yeah. and do them all online. Otherwise, yeah. it's yes, yeah, right. Really. Got to go to the Rogan Rascal when you're there. Rogan Rascal. Mm. Mm. You've been there. No. It's a nice cafe, right, right on the Esplanade there, right opposite the jetty. Yeah. Tell okay. me, send you. This isn't cash Shane comments, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Shane sent me home. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping for a free burger. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. um, yeah. So, oh, that's good. I, I, didn't, I didn't know that that you've been over there. Yep. Mm. So, okay, and um, like your, uh, you've done obviously your full five year apprenticeship, uh, apprenticeship back in the day? Yeah, four, four years. Yeah, four, four years. Four years. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. And so, what, your day to day now, what sort of insurances and license do you need to sort of have on board? Just about never ending these yeah. days. I mean, How long's the list? Mm-hmm. You obviously got your public liability, builder's license, supervisor's license, yeah. then you got your electrical license, Arctic license. Yeah, white cards. white cards, insurance and vehicles, and all that yeah. sort of stuff. And then every site you go to these days, inductions and police checks, and police checks, yeah. and first and aid, and the whole. There's more than one police check. Oh, absolutely, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so, so it is a full-time job just trying yeah. to keep them in track. Really, yeah, it's, yeah. it's quite full-on. But yeah. do you have someone do that stuff sort of that for you? Ah, uh, yeah. The wife looks after most of that oh, for, yeah. for the yeah. company, so yeah. which is good. She's pretty hot on it. So yeah. yeah. Now speaking of which. Well, little bird told me that you forgot someone's birthday. Is that right? Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Been busy, busy year, Shane. <laughs> There's your chance, mate. Oh, happy birthday, love. Probably <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the kids, though. Um, so, yeah, well, I blame the kids. So you, how do you, so how do you typically find your customers? Then, like, I guess probably more to that. How do you retain them? Um, oh, look, you've got KFC, you said. Yep. I mean, it's obviously very price competitive out there. Yeah. A lot of it, to be honest, does come down to price nowadays. Yeah. You can do the best job in the world, but they're quite happy to, to shop around and try and get a cheaper dollar. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. I mean, as long as you service them, you know, if they want something done, you at least keep them informed what's going on, help them mm-hmm. out. Same as every other customer that we have. I think if you keep them informed and reasonable cost as well is yep. the big yeah. thing. Yeah. It's pretty easy now for guys to go around and get three or four prices yeah. for the same job. It's, it's not like back in the day where if you had a contract with someone, you were pretty much locked in with them. Yeah. Nowadays, it's, yeah. There's a lot of price checking goes on. Oh, it's very easy. And very easy, yeah. Do you think that, um, that commercial clients or contracts, are they necessarily looking for the cheapest price, do you think? Or is that more in, on the residential side, do you think? Uh, oh, look, both are, I think, now. Mm. I think price is, is the biggest factor, I think, just about everything. I mean, commercial clients are very easy to persuade by someone else. Mm. If someone says that they can do the same job for $3 cheaper an hour, yeah. It, yeah. it doesn't take them much to, to jump ship. They're not necessarily going to save by getting someone cheaper. Um, I mean, anyone can be cheaper, can't they? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, not, they're not necessarily going to be as good or, or better than than you know, someone that's a bit more expensive. You might actually cut the time in half by having someone that actually knows what they're doing. Yeah, uh, More so than you know, someone that's doing it for half the price, but they might take three times as long to actually diagnose the problem. Yeah, exactly right. And mm-hmm. it all comes down to you know, if they're marking up parts and things like that. I mean, yeah. we've had some customers that have come to us and said, oh, I can get it done you know, hourly rate cheaper. Yeah. However, when it's come to actually quoting a job, we, we've come in cheaper in the sense of not yeah. marking up parts as, as high as others. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, everyone needs to um, make a dollar, don't they? Mm. Um, everyone's looking to make a dollar, but um, 
you know, you guys need to make a dollar as well. That's, mm. that's what you're there for. Go broke at home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's right. For someone else. Exactly right. Exactly. And and uh, in terms of, we said before about, um, you know, in summer, quite often you get some, some clients with the cranky pants on because we can't be in all places at, at once. Um, and um, so you we all come across difficult customers at times. How do you sort of how do you sort of manage them? Very difficult. Mm. <laughs> Very difficult. I mean you just There's no set you always gotta take the good with the bad. Mm. There's no real set way. Every customer's different. Yeah. Obviously you try and get there as soon as you can. I mean our unfortunately our trade is very seasonal. Mm. We, yeah. we go through summer, which is absolutely crazy. Then we get to this sort of time of year, you know, autumn and yeah. spring and things like that and people don't really want to know you so yeah. it's very hard to say I've had people say, Oh, why do you employ more technicians and yeah. things like that when you're yeah. flat out? Yeah. So, but you come to this time of year and yeah, you can have three of them sitting there, you know. That's so right, it's, yeah. it is very hard. But you sort of just have to take the good with the bad, I think, yeah. with yeah. customers yeah. and yeah. just do the best the right you can. thing. Yeah. 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 Try and keep everyone. I happy. think a lot of people now know, you know, obviously if it's forty degrees, they can't yeah. expect you to be there in the next day. Yeah. You do find a lot of people will actually hold off nowadays and they'll wait until it cools down slightly yeah. and then they'll call you. Yeah. Um, but say summertime, I mean, you can be booked out for weeks in advance. Yeah, and true. Yeah. It makes it very hard for, for you to keep scheduling jobs. Exactly yeah. Right. yeah. We're talking weeks already, so yeah. a lot of people will do the ring around and just find the guy who's seen it, which is fair enough. Yeah, yeah exactly. You can't right. expect them to sit there in a 40 degree room for no, two uh, weeks. And there's no nine to five in summer, is there? Oh, absolutely not, no. Yeah. So. Pretty lucky to like savings. We get a few extra hours a lot. Yeah, that's about mm-hmm. it. So. And you pretty much uh, just work to the to the workload, do you? Oh, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, we whatever's got to be done. This summer just passed. We were six days a week. Yeah. You know, from six till seven sort of time. Yeah. If you were later, you were later. It was just that's how it was. So yeah. mm-hmm. trying right. to keep everyone happy and obviously being quite warm. It was quite a hot summer. Yeah. A lot of jobs got pushed out. Yeah, trying to do an inducted install or something and by mid morning you can't do any more. So yeah. you're going back there the next day and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, so on those more extreme temperature days you just start at work a bit earlier and knock off a bit yeah, earlier. Yeah, we, we try and concentrate on service calls yeah. during those real yeah. extreme heat days. So you can get out Otherwise, roof or Yeah, I mean Do you go and do maintenance under those conditions or you just, just mainly keep, mainly service, but yeah, a bit of maintenance yeah. as well. So yeah. So your your business at the moment, um, how like how many of you working together? Uh, so it's myself and Nick, yeah, the two directors, and then we have an apprentice, Chris. Yeah. Chris, he's also the roof possum. So. <laughs> <laughs> any um, any plans to expand, or just uh, it, as we were just talking about, it all comes down to the the workload, doesn't it? Absolutely, trying to yeah. find a, um, a, a balance, I suppose. Oh, I'd say hopefully by next summer we will have another. Another technician, yeah. Um, someone probably should take that a little bit of load off, but at the same time, it's yeah. very. You need to have that consistency, don't you? Yeah, and yeah. it's a pretty hard sort of market at the moment. You don't know That's right. where people are going, or yeah. I mean, you can take someone on, and then the next day, you lose a, a customer or something, you know, and, That's right. and you're you're back to square one. So yeah. a lot of people don't give contracts out or anything, so you're not guaranteed work. It's yeah. sort yeah. of on you know month by month sort of basis. Yeah. So. I think it's less likely these days that people want to sign contracts, isn't it? Yeah, oh, they don't be tied down anymore. Yeah, so. they just want to do it as a, a like a, yeah, a do and charge basis, I suppose, these days. Mm. Um, to try and get away from contracts. So, yeah, you haven't got that, you know, as you said, that definite, oh, I've got um, eight hours here and 13 hours over there. Yeah, I mean, we do a lot of subby work as well, which is yeah. very helpful. Of course, yeah. we do it for a good, so yeah. it makes it very... Very easy, or not easy, but sort of yeah. consistent work, which is yeah. good. So, yeah. you know, you can get a fair bit from them over yeah, the right. summertime. And, yeah. so. and hopefully over the wintertime. Hopefully over the wintertime. Yeah. Hopefully now would <laughs> be nice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is KFC yeah. your biggest contract? Um, yes, probably would be mm. our own contract. Um, Subbing is probably our, one of our bigger. We've got obviously a couple of companies we do a fair bit of subbing work for. So yeah. they, they probably feed us the most work. But yeah. in our own sort of contracts, yeah the KFCs and we've got a retirement village as well that we, we look after which yeah. they are very seasonal as well yeah. um, but at the same time uh, they're very very good they know 
to change air, air cons that haven't part, well, s- struggled through the yeah. summer. Yeah. yeah, they do it now, so which is nice. Yeah, so. they do it around that April May time when you yeah when you're quieter exactly. Um, you can not do a better job, but you can you know you can yeah. actually lock it in a lot easier and exactly and make right. it a lot easier for them yeah. to program and to organise. And, and so next like next season they're going to be um, yeah they're going to they're going to have a system that's working. Right yeah, exactly right. Breaking down in the middle of the summer. Yeah, and even the ones we've done, we've changed out quite a few ducted units from old email air. Yeah. Things that were bolted on a wall, and every person we've done them for has turned around and said how much quieter they are and yeah. how much more efficient they are, and they, I can't believe the difference. And yeah. So it's things like that that obviously help out this retirement village as well because obviously their end users happy too. Yeah. That they right. get a better system and. Know, saving power and all the rest. So. Yeah. yeah. In terms of in terms of uh, getting paid at the end of the day, who who, who do you find you, it's easy to get payment out of? Is it commercial or is it uh, residential? Um, oh, I mean, commercial. Obviously, most commercial jobs are going to do a thirty day payment term. Yeah. They they dictate payment pretty yeah. well. Yeah. Um, obviously, we work off of a either payment on completion yeah. or depending on if you've spoken to the the customer, a seven day payment term yeah um, however commercial they, they dictate to you what, what yeah. they want to pay yeah. um, have you have you put to them your terms and said these are my terms oh absolutely it, yeah how's no, it go say, well, these are us yeah. <laughs> so you quickly turn around and say well if you want the work yeah because I mean like I said they're easily persuaded yeah. they'll go to someone else yeah you know, if you don't really so they got the leverage to yeah absolutely yeah. Yeah. if you want their work you got to do it yeah. yeah and I mean we haven't had touch wood too much yeah. trouble with payment we had a couple yeah. obviously that I think every business has probably had that. that yeah. People don't want to pay the full amount, or yeah. we did work for some one guy and he went under, which we lost a little bit of money from. Yeah. But yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. you, you learn from your mistakes, so you yeah. you know from next time, don't let the bill get so far in advance before you start heating yeah. up for payment. Do you have a um, uh, a way, what's what's the best way that you have of getting um, payment from from your average Joe Blow if you're asking for like payment on completion or Yep, so we um, we use a program ServiceMate, which yep. I think you guys are familiar with as well, yep. um, which has a function on there of taking payment of a job yep. straight away. Yeah. And then we also use Zero Accounting, which I think you guys are aware of as well, yep. um, which is quite easily, well, quite easy to use. Yep. And it also gives you the function of sending a repeat invoice you know, yep. seven days after or, or whatnot. Yep. So, you're not constantly looking at it and saying, well, I haven't paid yet. Yeah. It actually does that for you. Yeah. But we try and obviously, with service mate, get the payment at the end of the job. It's yeah. a lot easier to get it when you're still there than it is to go home, yeah, send an exactly invoice right. and then chase them. Cause once you're, you're making it easy for the customer as well. I mean, at the Absolutely. end of the day, yeah. all we're gonna do is give you your card and away you go. You know? well, you'd hope that most people that get a contractor to come around or a tradesman to come around have the money yeah. ready to go. That's right. so, Ideally. Ideally. <laughs> and I mean, just on service, mate, so that's, I mean, we, for our business, that's taken us to probably the next level, hasn't it? Yeah. We've, we've yeah. used it now for a while. How have you found it? Oh, we're still sort of in the learning learning phase of it. Yeah. Um, but it is, it's definitely makes life a lot easier. Yeah. It's got all sorts yeah. of functions on it, and you still, nowadays, you go on there and you'll find something, you go, oh, that's handy. Yeah. JSEAs yeah. and everything, you know, are all, yeah. you can log them all on there, so... Yeah. You turn up to a site and they want to see your JCA. You can quite easily do one there, mm. and you have a copy mm. of it. So, did you? Uh, how, how did you get on the service, mate? Um, the guy who set up our zero account. Oh, yeah. um, we were talking to him yeah. about the scheduling and and the ways of doing it. Yeah. Um, and he just mentioned it. He showed us a a um, tour or what, what you call them trial. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, we set that up and. Yeah, never turned back yeah. really. So yeah, I think we're going to look at doing a um, an episode on, with Service Mate at some stage. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully they'll um, come on. Yeah, they'll come on. Yeah. Mm. So uh, let let all the other guys out there know um, about that, and maybe there's some other programs as well that we can look at. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know there's I know Simpro is one of them. Yeah, uh, it's fairly popular. Much to do with it, but I know a yeah. lot of big companies use it. Yeah, yeah exactly. I yeah. think a lot of them have got right on the back of that so yeah. I'm not sure what the difference is between the, yeah. the two yeah. but yeah so, no, that definitely make life a bit easier that's for sure when you when you think back that we used to back in the day used to use a bloody job book a job book yeah. roll up a job book and then 
God, we were back. We were back in the dinosaur days, mate. We used to, and all the rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> <laughs> we used to have two-way radios. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, but now it's, it's things have changed so much, haven't they? Yeah, exactly. Mm. Roger that. Oh, I mean, there's so many right. benefits to it, and like we went back to talking about how you let your clients know exactly if right. you're running late, things like that. Things yeah. like service mate have that function. You yeah. can you can send them messages off of it. You can send them emails off of it. Yeah. You can they can track you pretty well. Yeah. If you want yeah. them to do it, you can tell them when you're coming and they yeah. can almost watch you pull up to their driveway. Oh, yeah. And I love, yeah, as you said before, I love the automation functionality where you can send out a quote and then a week later it sends them a follow-up automatically. You're not, not, yeah. you're not even thinking about it. Suddenly mm. you'll get an email coming and they're replying to you saying, oh, yeah, no, we haven't, we haven't sort of stopped thinking about it. We're, you think, wow, I, who sent that out? And you realise it's a it's an automated yeah, process. Absolutely. Yeah, um, So it does. It, it it's really they've got your back, haven't they? Yeah, and it adds the function of putting everything, photos, all the rest, yeah, of everything exactly. on there. Yeah. You can track it on one job. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's no more where you're taking photos on your phone. And I mean, everyone's got a smartphone now, but That's right. going back and trying to think, shit, what was that number mm. again? Yeah, where exactly. was that? Yeah. It's and all I'll, in the one place. I, can save it on I love job. the fact that it does keep that um, that timeline of of events that's happened from the minute you open that file up to, to, to the current day where you've got your own notes in there about discussions maybe you've had with a customer or yep. and as you say the photos and all that sort of stuff it's, we can't it's so you know impossible to try and remember every conversation you've had with every client yeah so it's just that it follows that process and makes things so much easier Absolutely. doesn't it yeah. Mm. yeah definitely yeah much more streamlined mm. so um Service mates, one form of technology that has helped your business. Have you got any others that you use? Or um, I mean, everybody now, or every trade HVAC technician out there, I'd say would have apps, like the Dakin app, yep. and things mm. like that, which give you diagnosing tools. And yep. I mean, air conditioning has gone down the path of very electronic based now. Mm. From the days of where you could actually use your multimeter and exactly. find an old aircon or whatnot. Yeah. Yep. You're sort of now stuck with the fault code that you you really need to Google almost to try and find what you're yeah. really looking for. Yeah. So. More information that they, the manufacturers can give you as far as oh, that goes, mate. Absolutely. Just streams on your uh, diagnosing yeah. saves for the, the customer as well, because right. obviously you're not sitting there for yeah. hours on end trying exactly to work it out. But yeah. unfortunately, nowadays it is a throwaway society, though, so exactly. a lot yeah. of people don't bother fixing old air cons, or, yeah. right. which is fair enough. But yeah. So, so with regards to your business and um, uh, holidays, because there's the three of you, you got yourself, Nick, and and Chris yep. with the big hair. The big hair. Yeah. <laughs> big gonna, hair. We're gonna go there. Do for a haircut. It's like That's a lion's mane, no, isn't yeah. it? No, it's, it's unbelievable. Mm. Yeah, I have to tell the Wizard of Oz I'm looking for the lion. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so, what what happens? Like, how do you manage the 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 leave annual leave stuff? You know, if someone's having a sick day or you got someone on holidays do you all take time off together or do you and a minute now half the reason we sort of took an apprentice on is to help with that side mm -hmm. of things um so our, our trade is very physical at times obviously yeah. most installs you do you need two people to move the outdoor units to you know ducting and all the rest you it's very hard to do it on your own um and what we're finding is nick and i didn't have a a day off really for probably the first year and a half yeah and then we decided look we've got to start taking some time off um so i've got a family two young yeah. girls yeah. and then he's also got a, a girlfriend and you know she wants to go on holidays and all the rest so needs a rest occasionally absolutely yeah. so the way we saw it is taking an apprentice on will once also help us but also gives you that that ability to have a, a day off and it doesn't affect your year yeah. and so you sort of Easy. alternate, do you? Yeah, we, I mean, we haven't really yet, but we will. <laughs> <laughs> That's in the, the but I mean, it also helps if, yeah, Nick is sick or if I'm sick or yeah. whatnot, you don't have to cancel jobs as such. Yeah. I mean, obviously, if you are down a man, you can't predict it, but yeah. you can still attend jobs where if you're on your own, yeah. a lot of these sole employees and everything, if someone's sick, if they've got someone or... Yeah. And they're, they're stuffed, so yeah, they can't do a job, right. they have to reschedule it. So, yeah, that's it. Any, any Monday morning hangovers or? Oh, a couple, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You tend to work through them, though. I mean, an apprentice, <laughs> yeah, he doesn't care about Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He 
sort of predict what jobs you've got coming up and know which ones to yeah. make sure you're not hung over on. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> yeah. I can't help good times. Yeah. Yeah. So, sounds like a bit of a cliche question, but is there anything that excites you about the industry? Um, oh, the growth of it, yeah. I think, and the change. Yeah. It's definitely, I think it's sort of hit its peak at the moment, I reckon, but I mean, obviously every every year there's new technology and new That's tools right. and everything. Yeah. I, I quite enjoy it. Yeah. Probably enjoyed it a little bit more a while ago when you were still learning a lot, where now yeah. it's a yeah. lot more pressure, I think, and you're a bit yeah. more under the pump, but yeah, yeah. it's definitely, I mean, change and having your own business, it's see the growth. Yeah. I mean, every year we're, we're trying to grow and yeah. to do that, you, you've got to pick up new skills yeah. and you've got to try and... Stay off. Yeah, well, do that when you retire, I guess. But. <laughs> so how do you measure your growth and success? Um, well, I mean, we've only been three years and I mean, every year, obviously, the we've, we've increased in, in sales, um, which I think is a way of showing your growth. Yeah. Um, and also the bank account really yeah. yeah you see that going you know it's when it's gone north instead of south yeah you, it soon tells you that you're yeah. you're going all right and do you set yourself targets or yeah, I mean, yeah. Every, every year we, we're trying to grow by a certain percentage yeah um whether you hit that mark or not obviously every year's different yeah. at the beginning of the year you have all the hopes and dreams in the world but that's right. do you sort of sit just sort of had general discussion over a couple of beers or do you sit down and write out a full business plan or how, how do you sort um, of We have that? a really good accountant. <clears throat> yeah. Um, he's a younger sort of guy as well so yeah. we sit down with him normally twice a year and he'll tell us where we're going good and where he reckons that we should be looking to aim for and I think after chatting with, with your accountant or people who know lots more about the financial side of things yeah. obviously I, I, we came into the trade not well, into the iron business not knowing a huge amount about finance yeah. you sort of learn bits and pieces as you go and you soon learn that you know just because all this money's going in your bank you're not all of a sudden going to have a house on the esplanade and yeah. ferrari and all the yeah, rest in the first right, 12 yeah. months but yeah, yeah. and i mean our accountant brought us down to to level and said yeah what you guys are doing it yeah. seems to be working but i reckon by next year we should be aiming for this much and i might yeah. have to have him on the ignition pump house oh <laughs> get him on yeah. <laughs> so what, what do you think the biggest challenges are for your business in terms of growth um, obviously, staying busy all year yeah. is probably one of the biggest. And I'm, I you, think most people are tested that. Oh, you do yeah. sort of panic at times when you you go through a summer and you you are flat out for three months, and you sort of get to the end of it and you can see that the yeah. the the sales are dropping a little bit and all of a sudden yeah. the phone's not ringing as much and then you start thinking, oh, people going elsewhere or whatnot. And then yeah. I mean, you, you speak to others in the industry and I think yeah. everybody's They're the same suppliers. Same. You know, other yeah. other tradesmen, everybody seems to be the same. So. Exactly. Well. Mm. That's right. And, and just changing tack a little bit, what, what um, the, the laws relating to refrigeration in our industry, what do you, what, where do you see it? Do you think it's fair or do you think it's up there? Um, probably change, change a lot. You can be honest. It's definitely... Um, no one's listening, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Yet. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure every tradesman in the refrigeration game now knows about the certificate two that's out. We're a plumber, a general builder, I think, used to be able to do it. Electricians can go do a, a two-day crash course mm-hmm. and go put in split systems up to a certain kilowatt. Yeah. I mean, that came out, I'm not sure why, obviously, to try and help the end user I'd say in saying well an electrician can come and do the whole thing for you mm-hmm. instead of having to get two trades there which mm-hmm. to me just seemed crazy yeah. um, we pay a lot of money to have your, your RTA you get checked every year yeah. you know you have to make sure you're keeping logs of where your gas is going and just your those equipment. that don't sorry interrupt those that don't understand what's the RTA what's your RTA your refrigerant trade uh, authority. 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 Yeah. authority. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Maybe fit then. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I mean, obviously, guys that, that all they do is go put splitties in, they can't purchase refrigerant, which obviously is a, a bit of a help to us, but yeah. at the same time, they don't have the, the licenses and all the rest that they yeah. have to keep maintained. And, mm. and you do, I mean, you, you do hear of ads on the radio and things like that where 
their advertising splits put in for you know three hundred and eighty dollars or something, and yeah. you sit there and think, well, for us to do it, yeah. we need to engage an electrician who's going to charge us two hundred and fifty dollars just to put a, a feed in. So yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. for us to try and compete, you're nowhere near it. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. And um, do you find that it's are you getting a lot of um, I suppose uh, callbacks to uh, some someone like that who's put a system in and, and maybe it, it's not working and they've uh, might, might have lost its gas and all that sort of thing. Is that, um, is that a regular thing? Or? We oh, I mean, I've heard of a lot. Yeah, we haven't had a huge amount. Yeah, I've done a few jobs for a couple of electricians. Yeah, who have put splits in and they they haven't worked. Yeah, um, or they've they've lost their gas. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but once you start charging them. For the repair, they they yeah. seem to say, "Oh, this isn't worth it to me." So, yeah. um, once you you know, yeah, you start charging them a retail price for a refrigerant, which yeah. I mean, you should do. You got to make money on it. We got yeah. to pay for all the licenses. Right. They soon turn around and say, "Oh, well, I'll just get you to do it from now mm-hmm. on." So, yeah. Yeah. and we've got a good recall with those recall yeah. with those electricians now, and you know, we help each other out. And yeah. at the end of the day, you got two businesses getting paid so to do the one be. job, which helps growth. Yeah, it should be so working as a, as a team rather yeah, than trying to, take, trying to take the other, other industry, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. We, we don't have the ability to go do a power feed at the yeah. moment. I think there's a lot of discussion about whether, as a restricted licence holder, you can actually even do interconnecting cabling and all the rest. Yeah. It's all being whitewashed. But yeah, they seem to be taking more and more, uh, more, and more away from us. Mm. And I don't know how that works, but... That seems to be what's happening. Yeah. Um, whether that, and I don't think that's fair. What What do you need to do if you wanted to get a, or to be able to run a uh, electrical um, feed for an air conditioner? You know, what sort of qualifications do you need to, to get? Have you looked oh, into it? You have to go back and do your, your apprenticeship for an oh, electrician. Okay. Well, full so point, four, four year apprenticeship. Yeah. I don't think you actually get any any pre learning course well, or anything for what you do at trade school. I think yeah. it's all. Yeah, it's pretty well. Sorry yeah. to start again. Yeah. So yeah. we might have to look into that. Well, we're going to be chatting with um, with uh, the Australian Refrigeration Council, Arctic, uh, on an up and coming episode. In fact, I think the next episode. So um, that'll be interesting to pose some questions to to them and just yeah. uh, maybe get some answers on a few things. But yeah. we look forward to that to that chat. Um, and so, where where do you reckon things are going to be heading um, in the future in this industry? What what can you see? Where things are going, it's very hard to wish I had a crystal ball to tell yeah, you. But yeah. I mean, it's like in terms of technology and things like that. Do you do you think we're going to be walking around in in air conditioned suits or like? Oh, I'm sure it's going to get that extreme, or is it? I think it'll it'll end up very natural, sort of mm. refrigerant based. I think it's going down the line of that now. Mm. You know, it's losing a lot of its, you know, yeah. chlorides and all the rest yeah. of them in the refrigerants now. You know, yeah. it's going down to your ammonias and your CO2s and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And I think that's where it'll go. Yeah. Um, I think the more and more people keep talking about global warming and all the rest, that they're just going to keep looking at yeah. alternatives like that, which mm-hmm. will make it interesting because, I mean, obviously that means licenses for refrigerant and things like that will be only void because, I mean, natural refrigerants anyone can buy. You don't yeah. need a, yeah. I'm sure you don't need a license. And I don't know why so. that is either because that's... Um, Generally, the natural refrigerants are, are fairly dangerous. Oh, most of them. Are. Um, yeah. So you know they should be they should be looking at doing some sort of licensing and training around using natural refrigerants mm. if that's the way the industries are going. Absolutely. I mean, most of the units now are all going R thirty two refrigerant. Mm. How do you feel about using that in comparison with your old uh, or traditional R four ten or twenty two oh, before? Oh. I mean, R thirty two has been around for. A, few years now so yep. sort of the fears gone I think out of yeah. a lot of people but mm-hmm. when it first came out I think there was a lot of a lot of worry about it and there was videos going around of people yeah. exploding and all sorts mm-hmm. of things and you know it did worry a few guys yeah. I know that yeah. I know that some guys wouldn't touch it you know, yeah. Yeah. Still, you know obviously you need to be have, have respect for it oh, absolutely yeah I think if you know how how to use it and how to treat it well yeah. then it's uh, it's not so bad, but at the end of the day, if you're installing it as per the requirements, mm, you know yeah. you shouldn't have an issue. With yeah, it, yeah. So I mean, we have we run all our stoves and, and ovens on uh, 
on gas, don't we? Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, Okay, so the pressure, the pressure that's worrying is, you know, that there seems more and more refrigerants coming out of becoming higher pressure, which obviously means, you know, your potential for leaks is a little bit higher. Yeah. At the same time. And, and that comes back to the, the people who are coming through um, should be more, should be trained more so than, than doing like a, yeah, a short Two day course. Yeah, absolutely. Because, absolutely. you know, these, these things are going to be more and more dangerous. Um, so it's a risk to them and, and the, everyone around them, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's the other, that's the other direction that they um, should be looking at. Mm. Yeah, I think. good point. So Lou, if you could, um, if you could look or jump in your DeLorean, head back five years, run into Louis five years ago. Yeah. What would you say to yourself about about business? About business? Yeah. Um, to be honest, I'm not 100% sure what I would have said. Probably... Would you have done anything different? No, I don't think so. No. no. I think... Would you, say, I always, would you say, don't do it, Louis? <laughs> I mean, it's obviously daunting when you first do it. I mean, first 12 months... You sort of don't know what to expect and I think I was lucky in the sense that when we started up the company as I said earlier that I was working for sort of went went under so it was sort of pushed to yeah. a sense of yeah. you know I mean they did another company did start up directly afterwards but yeah. um, you know you sort of if it was going to be that time it was going to be that time there yeah. go so yeah. and I mean helped to make your mind up yeah know. anybody that jumps into any business would yeah. know that it isn't straightforward. You can have the best idea in the world, but it's yeah. still a lot of work, exactly. a lot of hours. Yeah. It gives you top three top three tips you'd pass on to a consumer about their air conditioners. Top three tips. Could be commercial or residential, whatever you like. Regular maintenance. Check. It's going to save you money in the long run. Um, keeping filters clean and things like that are very mm. important, obviously, for the healthy aircon and. Mm. Money saving. Yeah. Don't always go for the cheapest price. Cheapest price doesn't normally mean the best. Well, just about never does mean the best. And make sure you get professional to, to do your air conditioning design and things like that before you go and, yeah. and very just commit. sound advice, I reckon. Very sound yeah. advice. Alright. Definitely. Well guess what? Is it that time? It's that time. Oh. Look out. So, Louis, we're going to jump into the keeping it cool in the hot seat segment. Now, you know how this rolls? I have heard this on your podcast Okay, before. so just for those who are playing at home, we're going to just ask a series of questions, and your shortest, quickest answer would be most appreciated. Are we ready to go? Hopefully. <laughs> okay, Louis, your time starts now. NRL or AFL? AFL. Favourite team? Uh, the Crows at the moment. At the, at the moment. At the moment. Not too well at the moment. So, I don't even go there. Um, beer, wine, spirits, or all three? Um, a beer, scotch, man. Beer and scotch? And what's your, any, any favourite brands in there? Or? Um, or beer, I'm quite a simple sort of man. I'll look at a four at gold or something like that. You know, okay. I think nothing too strong. In case there's a sponsor out there wanting to. Well, just in case. Yeah. <laughs> Get a bit room on the shirt if you want to stick a logo on uh, if you could change your name, Louis, what would it be? Max Power. <laughs> Max what? <laughs> Not Max Headroom. <laughs> uh, okay. If you're on a desert island with one person, not your wife, Ooh. who would it be? Oh, your Bear Grylls? Yes. Good choice. Not bad. He'll get you through, hey? Try and get off. Well, at least he might be able to find something. You might have to drink your own wee, though. That's the only problem. And the only thing I can do is to drink my own pee. Gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be the worst thing you've had. <laughs> um, Alright. Are you a morning person, yes or no? Uh, semi, depending on what you've done the night before, I think. <laughs> Very cool. If you could be an animal, what would it be and why? Ooh. Oh, that's a hard one. Probably a uh, koala. Sleep. <laughs> sleep most of the day and 
Do it by a rope. <laughs> sit in a train and get sit stoned. Sit in a train and get stoned. <laughs> Uh, Not that I do that, of course. <laughs> okay. If you could have one superpower, what would it be, please? Ooh, flight, I reckon. Flight. Yeah, fair yeah, enough. Ford or Holden? Uh, Holden. What are you currently driving? A Hyundai Ilo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the last gift you gave someone? Well, my wife, actually. Yeah. Did you give her something in the end? Oh, I gave her, yeah, a Pandora charm. So right. Good boy. Nice. That got you out of jail, for sure. Yes, that's it. Your favourite smell? Pub. Favourite noise? Um, ooh, don't know. Probably silence. Silence? Silence. Mm, nice. Two, two kids under four. It's... Yeah. In that case, your favourite swear word? Can that be repeated on here? Or... <laughs> <laughs> well, I might have to bleep might that have out. Might have to beat that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, and your porn star name? <laughs> Not don't say Max Perry. <laughs> That is me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Isn't that your first pet in the street you lived on or something? Or yeah, what? what's yours? So it'd be Pepper Pig. <laughs> <laughs> Pepper Giles. Giles. Nice one. Sound like a female. Bit spicy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the most ridiculous fact you know. Oh. These are hard. Caught me off guard on this one. Yeah. You didn't pass. Yeah, I'm not sure, mate. Yeah. Name something that everyone looks weird doing. Mm. Plumbing? <laughs> Probably ducting, I reckon. Ducting, yes. Yeah. Everybody has a weird contortionist. And, yeah. Oh, there's the buzzer, mate. Well done. You've thanks done exceptionally God. well. <laughs> oh, Louis, just want to say thanks, mate, for coming on. We know you've taken time out of your day to, to come in here and do this, so we're, we really appreciate you coming in. And, um, yes, thank you very much. No worries. Thanks, guys. Thanks good, for having me. Good, good chat. Condolences to all the people in, in Paris today. The, uh, yes, the um, Notre Dame. Notre Dame yes. burning down. Yes, on a somber note. It's uh, not, not, uh, not good, is it? No, but, uh, not at all. No. Hmm. Uh, yes. Anyway, on. thanks to Debbie Downer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Was looking good. Yeah. <laughs> so guys, uh, thanks for, again for listening and uh, don't forget to jump on to uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and uh, uh, we're also on uh, airconditionedpodcast.com. Before we go, Louis, give your um, business a plug again and whereabouts we find you. So it's yeah, Custom Air Solutions. Um, yeah, we're based Adelaide surrounding suburbs yep uh, you can find us on Facebook um, soon to have a website soon <laughs> customairsolutions.com.au uh, or email as well at customairsolutions at outlook.com.au perfect go and see right. yeah check them out alright guys no all the best and we'll catch you on the next episode adios see ya that's all for this episode of the Air Conditioning Podcast. Be sure to stop by at airconditioningpodcast.com to connect with us, as well as on Facebook and Twitter, and join in the conversation. Until next time, stay tuned, stay positive, and stay cool.